It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm John Weeks and this is The Leader. With the next general election expected as early as the third quarter of 2024, just one year away, rumblings of reshuffles in both the Labour and Tory camps are rife. Potentially looking at just 12 months to secure their identity and communicate their key policies to the public, getting the right people in the right roles will be paramount. And among those right people, right role decisions, the big one for Sir Keir Starmer is what to do with his right-hand woman, Deputy Leader Angela Rayner. I think it's a load of rubbish and he knows it. So the government have chosen not to help people with the cost of living at the moment. People want respect. People want to be able to provide for their family. They don't want handouts. He seems like a toddler that's thrown his toys out of the pram because he's been caught and he doesn't like it. The Labour leader's been urged to shake up his top team before Labour's annual rally in Liverpool in early October and possibly even before MPs return to the Commons at the start of September. There are calls from senior Labour MPs for Ms Rayner to be given a big role she can sink her teeth into. But is now the right time to make any drastic changes? Back in May, an Institute for Government paper suggested that limiting reshuffles in the run-up to elections is critical for the success and effectiveness of incoming administrations. So, will Sir Keir bow to pressure from Labour MPs? And what consequences could any reshuffles have on their success in the upcoming election? At Westminster, I caught up with our chief political correspondent, Rachel Burford. So, Rachel, first of all, can you just explain why does Angela Rayner cause such a headache for Sir Keir Starmer? <laughs> well, um, there are a lot of reasons she could be perhaps perceived as a bit of a headache for the Labour leadership. Um, you know, she's a very charismatic and interesting character, and that has often been an accusation levelled at Keir Starmer that he's not perhaps the most charismatic of leaders. But she really does capture the public imagination sometimes. She is linked quite heavily to Jeremy Corbyn's um, administration as well, which could be seen as a bit of a headache for Keir Starmer as he wants to sort of show Labour is not the left wing, you know, ultra left wing party it was under his predecessor. Uh, You know, she served in Corbyn's cabinet. She was quite loyal to him when she was a shadow secretary of state for education. So, you know, there's a few reasons why she can be seen as a bit of a problem for the leadership. And I understand she's been sort of touted to take on quote-unquote bigger roles in the Labour team. What are those roles and who's sort of been calling for her to to take them on? Yeah, so because she is such a sort of character and she is someone that, you know, the public 
does have feelings about whether they warm to her or not. She is a she's an interesting and charismatic character. I think you've got there's some MPs calling for her to get a bigger role, something she can actually get her you know teeth sunk into, rather than these sort of you know big roles, but more sort of ceremonial things that she does in the Labour Party at the moment. So she's been touted for roles you know things like levelling up secretary, which is a role currently held by Lisa Nandy in the shadow cabinet, and. Obviously, Lisa Nandy is a, a person that is thought of very highly in the Labour Party as well. So it would be interesting for Sir Keir Starmer to replace her with Angela Rayner. She speaks quite eloquently about you know, her love of towns, for example. So I think it would be interesting if he did choose Angela Rayner for something like that. But there has been definitely calls among MPs for Angela Rayner to get a bigger, um, more high-profile role in the party that she can really sink her teeth into and, you know, get Labour's message out there to people. And I was surprised to read just how many roles she actually has. You know, Shadow First Secretary of State, Shadow Chancellor of the Duchy of Lancaster, and Shadow Secretary of State for the future of work. Why are none of those considered big enough? Yeah, it's a good question. So, you know, Deputy Prime Minister is a relatively new role that was sort of, I think, John Prescott famously sort of held it. And Angela Rayner is sort of seen as a kind of successor to John Prescott, someone who can, you know, talk to working class voters, talk to northern voters, and um, she's seen as well his sort of successor. But I think it isn't a role you can really, you know, get your teeth into or really do much with unless the Prime Minister is on holiday and you're filling in for, you know, the the leader of the opposition at Prime Minister's Questions. And that's when we see Angela Rayner most at Prime Minister's Questions when Rishi Sunak's away and Keir Starmer doesn't face the deputy. So she comes up there. And then she hasn't got, in the, her state of work role, she hasn't got a sort of Tory opposition. So it doesn't come up, she doesn't come up on the media round that much doing those sort of things. So I think some people want to see her get a big, you know, shadow cabinet role that would see her on the media around more facing Tory ministers. There are other Labour MPs who are saying that, you know, she's not great on detail sometimes and, you know, that may not be a great idea. So it's a very mixed bag in Labour at the moment. Let's take a break now in part two. Rachel goes through the pros and cons of a Labour reshuffle. They need some people there that have got a bit of charisma and can come up with some, you know, good communicators and come up with some good policies that the media can really get their teeth into so it can capture the public imagination. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now 
wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. So while we're actually expecting Sakir to make moves and actually carry out a reshuffle off the back of this pressure today. <laughs> well, um, you know, reshuffles are predicted all the time um, among both parties. And, um, you know, sometimes they come about, sometimes they don't. Labour have got their party conference at the beginning of October. So if Keir Starmer did want to sort of reshuffle um, his top team, you know, now would be a good time to do it just after the summer. You don't want to be doing it directly after conference when, you know, these shadow ministers would have been making speeches and things and then suddenly they find they're not in the same job. So you want to get it out of the way now or after the summer recess break is finished. So, you know, they're in place before the conference. So is it a case of it'll happen in the next few weeks or it won't happen, do you think? That would be my prediction, but um, your guess is as good as mine, I think, on that. I think it wouldn't be a great move to do it directly after conference. So I think it either happens in the next, um, when we come back from the summer, so the beginning of September, or, you know, much further down the line. And back in June, we ran a story revealing the small numbers of the public who recognised members of the Shadow Cabinet. Could a reshuffle actually help get more names out there and more recognisable for the public? I think that's something that the Labour leadership will be hoping for. At the moment, you know, you often see that people know Labour figures when they cause some sort of controversy. And that's usually the left-wingers that are around under Corbyn. So, you know, Diane Abbott, who was recently suspended by the party, is quite a well-known figure, I think. Um, Even Angela Rayner's boyfriend, Sam Tarry, he got sacked as um, a transport minister when he stood on the on the picket line with rail strikers and then obviously got um, deselected in his um, Ilford South seat. So I think at the moment part of Labour's problem is the only time that they're making big headlines is when someone's doing something silly or so they need some people there that have got a bit of charisma and can come up with some, you know, good communicators and come up with some good policies that the media can really get their teeth into and the public can, so you can capture the public imagination. So do you think Labour does need to spice it up a bit with a reshuffle to get the public's attention, as you said, and to show what they could offer as a government? Yeah, I think a reshuffle and sort of promoting their shadow ministers a bit more, I think, you know, they have got some ministers that do do really well on media rounds and the public do like when they see them, people like West Streeting and Health, people like Lisa Nandy and Leveling Up and people like Angela Rayner who, you know, does have a sort of, um, I think the public has mixed perceptions of her, but she is a good, you know, she's a good example of, uh, of what Labour did well when they were in government last time. You know, she has spoken a lot about um, how she got pregnant at 16 and how she, you know, went to these parenting classes through the Shore Start Centres, and she's spoken really passionately about those sort of opportunities she was given because of policies and initiatives under the previous government that have meant she was able to, you know, become the person she is today and become the deputy leader of the opposition. So I think she is a good example of that, and I think that more should be made of that, and um, more should be made of what. Labour did right last time they were in government rather than the focus on sort of how fiscally conservative they're going to be when they actually do come into power, if they do come into power. 
There's more news, interviews and analysis in the Evening Standard newspaper and at standard.co.uk. That's the leader. Thanks for listening. We're back tomorrow afternoon at four o'clock. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.